Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everybody stuck at home together. Well, not everybody, but some of us, most of us. We're all getting through. It's Cooper and the Welcome to Cooperville podcast. Mike Protish, uh, formerly of Red Sun Rising, is on this episode of the podcast, which we'll get to. A fantastic conversation with a genuinely awesome human being. Can't wait for you to hear it. But first, big thanks out to Midwest Meals, keeping things fit and in order over here for me. And uh, the cleanup is simple. You can just throw it in the recycling bin after you're done. Life's good. Maybe you have to wash a fork or two. Depends on how you roll. I mean, you can put it on a plate if you're really like ambitious. But I mean, let's be honest. Who's being super ambitious at that point? Nobody. So here's how you do it. Uh, you go to MidwestMeals.com. You check out their 13 rotating meals they got. Jump on some cravings crushers. Look at the macros. I mean, find out what you need to put in your body to get yourself healthy. Continue to be healthy. Grow healthier. And the meal prep is taken care of for you because then on Monday, they ship it to you nationwide. No matter where you are in the States, you can get your Midwest meals delivered right to you. It's that simple. MidwestMeals.com, doing it right and giving you 10% off at checkout with the promo code COOPER. So make sure you use that. Get your 10% off and enjoy fantastically delicious, healthy meals from Midwest Meals. Little hashtag in there, Midwest Fit Fam. Final and Gentlemen Hockey Club, proud sponsors of the podcast. I know those guys are awesome innovators when it comes to like this whole pandemic thing that came down and they pivoted and made themselves a whole new line of clothing. The uh, enforced social distancing line is just, it's awesome. It's badass. You should go and check that out at violentgentleman.com. Make sure you follow them on their socials too. They put up great content that I think you would really enjoy. Uh, and that of course is at violent gentleman on all of these social medias. You can find them. And if you go order something, you can use the promo code Cooperville 15 and get 15% off your order with Violent Gentlemen. Monster Energy and Rain Body Fuel getting us through each and every long drug out day that we've been going through all this stuff and beyond because eventually we'll be out of this. We'll be able to be even more active, but the days start early. They end late. A lot of stuff going on in the house uh, with the businesses, with the podcast, with the live Twitch streams that we've been doing, putting things on YouTube and really taking this uh, podcast to the next level. So needing the fuel to get through that and Monster Energy Rain Body Fuel providing that. The thermogenics that came out, go and find the uh, jalapeno strawberry. You will not regret it. It sounds funky, but it's amazing. It is amazing. Hashtag Monster Podcast. Mike Protish, formerly of Red Sun Rising, one of my favorite bands uh, that came out in the last few years. I think he said they've been doing it for a decade. Uh, Polyester Zeal, and I'll go through this on the podcast, one of my favorite records, uh, first song to last song, and, I, and I, I talk about that with him. And so much more, the things that he's got going on. Really great conversation about his writing process, how I, I was just fascinated by it. And it's a, a great story, great guy. He was on a bouncy ball inside of his closet doing the podcast. It was a great time. Mike Protish on episode 57 of the Welcome to Cooperville podcast, underway right now. <laughs> Welcome to Cooperville, the Welcome to Cooperville podcast. Subscribe, get updates, feel better about your life. Welcome to Cooperville.com. Welcome to Cooperville. Make sure you use a coaster. It's the Welcome to Cooperville podcast and live from quarantine Twitch stream with my man, Mike Protish. How you doing, my brother? How are things in I'm your good. world? I'm good. I'm good, man. I'm just, uh, I'm isolated. I thought I'd uh, really capture the vibe by doing this podcast in, in my closet. There's seclusion and then there's that. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I was, uh, 
I, I do so much in my closet now, so um, I figured I would just do a podcast in here as well. So it's, um, it's uncomfortable. It's my office. The closet sessions. Yes. Yeah. Well, my my studio uh, doubles, triples, quadruples as many things. It's where I get to keep my clothes. Uh, <laughs> it's where I get to uh, house all my stuff for my beard company. Uh, so shipping and receiving is over here. And... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got dog toys, kids toys. It's it's a multi-use. Yeah, I got the socks here, the gym shorts over <laughs> here. So and rocking on a bouncy ball. So I feel like we're gonna exactly. I'm on a bouncy ball. Getting a good core workout in during this. This this yeah. works out, man. Absolutely. But how have things been? I mean, this has been a, a wild time for everybody. I know you being from uh, from Illinois and, and living in Illinois in the Midwest, kind of we all seem to fit in the same timeline of when we're getting out of the cage here and. Rules tend to change in, in somewhat uh, sequentialness. One state will go, oh, okay, well, these are closed, and the next state moves and does the same thing. But how have you been holed up besides you know making life happen in the closet? It's uh, it's honestly been kind of a roller coaster, um, and I'm sure it has been for a lot of people. Like mm-hmm. when it first happens, it's you're like, there's no way this is gonna go this long. Right. There's no way, and then it does, and then it goes even longer. So you you go through that denial period for like the first week and then it's like all right whatever if i gotta deal with it i guess i can get some stuff done and and relax or whatever and then that next phase comes in and you're like well this is still going i need to uh really figure some stuff out now Mm -hmm. um you know especially for the music industry um you know i don't know when i'll play a show again like that's just that's still unclear so um you know, process, I, I try to process that things like that as early as possible. Like when something bad is happening or, or I need to make a serious adjustment, mm-hmm. I try to do, I try to process it as quickly as possible to get over it, um, over the hurdle. And, and I think I've done that and, um, you know, I've, I've figured out ways to work remotely recording i have a i have a home recording set up now so mm. i've just been writing a lot recording a lot with with pat and dave um from the, two of the guys from red sun rising um and we've been doing everything remotely and it's been like so cool that it forced us to to really learn the program and figure this out and uh so that's that's been a silver lining i guess yeah i think that's that's one main approach that i mean that i know that I, i've taken and artists have taken as well is you know, nobody likes this time. I mean, you guys, uh, this is your time to be out, time to be doing things, uh, seeing fans. Uh, if you're working on a project, you know, get out and, and do a set, do an acoustic set, maybe locally, you know, be out amongst the people, you know, get direct feedback. And, and you don't get that as, I don't think as well when you are, you know, doing an acoustic live or on, um, Instagram or something like that. I think you, you yeah. like watching that. And, and especially you, I mean, I've seen you perform on stage m- multiple times and there's that energy that I think you see and you feed off of and that energizes you. And then the crowd gets energized and just kind of bounces back and forth. So that's a, you know, to not have that element, but to be able to utilize that, that same kind of energy and in, into, Oh, I can go and learn some new stuff and things that down the road will become very useful knowledge to have as far as how to do these things remotely, how to, you know, if you're going to have a guy that's across the country, how do we get his part in? How do we figure these things out? But um, so, yeah, I mean, using this time to, to learn and educate is, I think, 
it helps with the sanity factor too. Yeah. I mean, and, and, um, that, and, and, and just taking care of yourself. I mean, there's the obvious means of like, Oh, I've been eating and I've been drinking every night and mm. which I have, but I've also <laughs> like done self care. I've, I've made sure I worked out every day and, mm. and, and I see that you do that too. And it's yeah. like, even if it's the body weight stuff and like, you know, um, I'm actually probably, uh, in better shape than I was going into this. And because it's like really forcing me to like concentrate on it. And, um, you know, I guess that's just been my, my mental state is like, how am I going to come out of this quarantine better than I went in, whether it's physically, mentally, you know, um, inspired by something, uh, whatever it is. Um, so I've just been kind of hanging on to that and, and just working every day on something. Right. Yeah. The, the, the workout stuff, the, that routine, there is so much benefit outside of just obviously the, the benefit of being active and, and moving your body as much as you, as much as you can. I, I was never a gym guy. So working out at home has always been my thing or running, being out in, in the yeah. fresh air. But you know, when you don't have, you know, I have a, I have a 10 year old and we had a, a pretty slick routine down and got up, did my thing, get ready, get him ready for school, off to school. And then my day kind of went and then until he was done. When you don't have that like legit obligation to be somewhere at a certain time, you know, mentally you can go, well, I, I guess I could just sleep in or I could just lay around all day. There's not a, yeah an obligation that I need to uh, make, make happen today. But to overcome that is for me has been get, get a workout in, you know, at least feel, make your bed and get a workout in. Like those are the two things. If, if I accomplish yeah. those, I'm like, all right, I feel like today wasn't a complete waste because yeah, the, the drinking every night and the, Hey, you know, let's, we can eat a little extra. We can have a little, uh, you know, yeah. Indulge. And I feel, more. I feel like some of my friends and, and, you know, people that I know that do, I, you know, have had normal jobs their whole life. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I would get home from a tour and have to create a schedule for myself. So I might have a month off between tours and it's easy to fall into that routine. Like, Oh, I'm sleeping in, I'm tired. But like, if I made myself get up early and mm -hmm. got my workout done and got any emails done that I need to do and done, did any writing, um, you know, you have to force yourself to do that. And I, it's like, I kind of had practice doing that because of touring, um, where some people that just go to work and then, you know, hang out on the weekends mm -hmm. during the week, they're kind of like, I know I'm working home from home for a little bit, but like, how do I fill the rest of my day? Right. Um, and if you put your mind to it, you can fill a day very easily. So, um, yeah, I guess I had a little bit of experience with this. <laughs> yeah, you've I mean, you've been quarantined in a van with a bunch of dudes for, you know, yeah. <laughs> for, for the early part of your career then and obviously to, to, I don't miss that smell. No, it it smells the closet smells so nice comparatively yeah, speaking. But I would take it right now. I would right? take it. I know. I would take pee in, in a bottle right now. <laughs> well, there are you, you can you can still do that, Mike. I can you know, still do it, that. It's yeah. fine. It, it you may get some looks from yeah. you know. <laughs> the loves in your house. Like, what are you doing? I'm just trying to relive the, the good old days yeah. and I could pee in yeah. a bottle whenever I wanted to. That's nostalgia. <laughs> Memories. <laughs> but no, it's, um, you know, you, I had you on the podcast back in August and, um, and we, we chatted about uh, so many things. I think, you know, I've, I've always been a huge fan of yours. I talked about my, 
my adoration for uh, for polyester zeal and how it's still you know to this day i i for me personally i put it in like since like the offspring smash album came out i love that record and here's the method behind that is that is a record that i remember specifically listening to from the first song to the last song all the way through the next album after that was polyester zeal it just i don't know every every track on there you know, resonated with me in some way, in some light. And obviously, uh, you know, Other Side came out and, and was huge. And that was kind of the, the launching pad and, um, you know, follow up after that. You know, I I remember messaging you several times being like, you know, I'm just saying that Push would be an awesome, like, single if you wanted to release it. Yeah, and, yeah. Because that, that one is one of my my faves. But, but still, uh, having that and then, you know, the follow-up record, you know, and it, we just, we talked about before this, you know, writing Thread basically up and, a cabin in northern Wisconsin yeah. somewhere. I mean, that is that's seclusion, man. It doesn't get more middle of nowhere than that. It it it, it was crazy, and then like the to to remove the um like the daily stresses of of normal life. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I have like this crazy stressful life or anything, but like you know you you do have to have things to do. You have responsibilities, and when you just remove them all, and you're like, my only responsibility today, all day, and for the rest of these two weeks, mm-hmm. is to be creative your mind starts to wander and like you you almost get to this door like you you open the door to creativity mm-hmm. you know when you when you do it in small doses but when you completely submerge yourself and you get like past a point it's like i can't describe it it's like you know no drug could ever really take you there because mm-hmm. it's like your your mind truly is allowing itself to be like i have nothing else but to go down this rabbit hole of ideas. And um, I love that. And I've been getting more of that um, during this quarantine. And I feel like the, the ideas are just, um, I've always been some, I, this is a humble brag. I've been pretty prolific with writing. I have a lot of songs written, right. but I think, I feel like lately it's just been um, uh, just more quality than, than I've been, I think. I feel like it, it feels more mature to me and it feels more inspired. Um, so, and, and I'm anxious to see what, what this isolation did to other artists. I'm anxious to see in six months, what kind of music comes out of this quarantine. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. I've had that exact conversation uh, with, with several other artists uh, about them and, you know, them individually having this time and being able to not, you know, obviously you have back your mind concerns, as an artist, because you do want to, you want to be back out on the road. You want to be performing yeah. in, in you there's a, there's a certain level of uncertainty that's out there right now, but you don't have that, you know, DOS, uh, stuff to worry about. There's not, you know, you know, besides jerks on podcasts calling you up and being like, dude, let's jump on one. There's not a, uh, you know, the laundry list of things that you, you know, need to accomplish. <laughs> so you have that, that frees up the mental space. And I was talking several, several times. I'm like, imagine all of the talent that's out there right Mm -hmm. now is secluded at home um, and has the opportunity like yourself just to, to just write and, and collaborate, you know, and people, and you've obviously mentioned that earlier, you can collaborate from a distance, find new ways to do it. Uh, back and forth you can bring in other artists bring in other songwriters on things and uh, yeah over this because uh, everybody's got a whole lot of nothing going on besides you know hanging out waiting for uh, you know to work on their craft and, and hone in on it so yeah 
six months is going to be, man, there could be some amazing music written. Because yeah, it's going to be like a, like a renaissance. I, I'm, I'm really yeah. hoping for that. And just completely a new wave of like a refresher. Um, but, but it's funny cause you, you mentioned the, the mental space, like opening up, mm. um, or like unlocking or I, I don't remember how you phrased it, but oddly enough lately, you know, when a random, um, memory pops into your head, like from a kid or when you were a kid or something right. like way back. And it's like vividly clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been having those like extremely frequently within the last two weeks. And I don't know why. And I don't know if it's because of um, the lack of social connection physically to, to other people or um, because I've been focusing just on art for like a, a longer period of time. I don't know what it is, but like, you know, that reminded me of that. And I, I just think it's it's kind of fascinating, like the, the human mind and and how it how it operates when you put it in a different condition. Well, imagine all the clutter that's in there on the day to day for, you know, for artists, for everybody, you know, you've got 25 million things that you, you are responsible for. If you have children, I mean, that quadruples that number and you're, yeah. so there's always something, whether you're cognitively thinking about it at that moment or not, those things are always there and there's always a clock and there's always a, a time that you, ha- that something has to be accomplished. You know, when you take all of that mental clutter out, and, you know, the pathways kind of clear up a little bit and, you know, it's amazing what fills that gap, you know, what, what finds its way, especially when you're talking about memories from the past that filter their way through, because there isn't all the blockage of not even the present, but anxiety about tomorrow and, you know, regret from yesterday. And, you know, the, yeah, you're like, wow, I can really totally be present in this moment right now. And, oh, look at that. I just opened up an alleyway to, uh to something I hadn't thought about and the clarity. Yeah, I've been the same way. I've, I've always been in, you know, semi into meditating. It's always been a part of my morning routine. Yeah. Just to get 15, 20 minutes of that time where I try to shut everything else off and I do it in the morning right after, you know, I get up and I have my, my morning water and, and the things that I take in the morning. And I just take that time and I've noticed that the chatter is much quieter. You know, the, calming of the mind seems to take a lot less effort on my part just because there's not that constant pressure to be, okay, got to go, you know, thinking about the 12 things that you have to do in the next half hour. So it's really opened up, you know, that headspace for, uh, for a lot of creativity for, you know, interpreting, interpreting things differently. I mean, hearing music differently. I mean, I noticed that a lot too, as I've found myself down the rabbit hole of, finding new artists that are out there and new sound sounds that are out there. And yeah, um, it's, it's been, you know, a refresh, a refreshing, I guess, quarantine maybe. Yeah. And, and to, and to those points, like we're talking about like de-stressing your life and, and like, you know, meditation, whether you meditate or you just take a couple, you know, minutes to just breathe and just, mm-hmm. you know, you know, be one with yourself for a second. Um, getting rid of that, that chatter um, is, I feel like a lot of people that are stressing about what's going to happen mm-hmm. um, at the end, you know, if, if someone lost their job or they, they don't know what they're going to do financially. Um, you know, I, I felt that, you know, I still feel that, but mm-hmm. I think when I lowered my anxiety levels about it and I really acknowledged it and said, this is not going to change. 
So I can't stress about something I can't change. How do I pivot? Um, I think the clarity started to come to me on how to fix it for myself, at least. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's like, I've given this, this advice to a couple friends that were, you know, stressing out about it. And and I'm like, you need to find the clarity because you're not thinking, you're not going to think clearly if you're stressing about it and, and not knowing what to do and just telling yourself, I don't know what to do. Um, And it may take some time, but that's just some unsolicited advice, I guess, to clear the mind and, and, and it'll, I think it'll come to you. Yeah. And there's the challenge with that. Cause I agree. I think if you, if you can find, accept what has happened or what you are going through. And, and obviously there's a lot of people going through it. I'm going through it myself. It's a, it is a struggle, but, and to top it all off, it's a struggle. And then you're like, maybe you find that moment of, okay, uh, I, I can get through the next X amount of weeks and, and, and I have the foresight to be able to figure out what happens from there. The challenge in lies when they keep, the can keeps on getting kicked down the road a little further. You're like, okay, now it's the end of, end of the month. Okay. Right. Re reevaluate, reassess, you know, that's what makes this time so wild is it, it, I want to say wild west cause it's not, but you know, you wake up, on the daily and like the rules can change, you know, it yeah. feels like, like the NFL, like all of a sudden we decided like, you know, instead of having like a same set of rules every season, maybe changing them every once in a while, you know, we'll go to the players union and talk about stuff. Now we're just going to change like mid game. Like, Nope. Yeah. Hey, hey, remember when you could do that? You can't do that yeah, anymore. You can't do it anymore. That's, sorry. That's a flag, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 it's like, this is a generational defining moment. Like, well, we'll remember this like, and we'll talk about like, Oh, what are we do in the quarantine or hopefully we don't, but it's like, you know, you and I have never seen anything like this in no. our life. Like it's, it's, it's wild. So it's, it's, it's interesting to see how different people react to it and handle it and, and how people will come out of it. But um, yeah, positivity, man, I guess. Yeah. hundred percent. And you know, 2020 just kind of is, been continually dealing the world uh, different stress points and like, oh, can you can you handle this? Oh, okay, and you can. How about how about this? How about murder hornets? <laughs> Everybody's no longer scared of Corona. Send, yeah, we got murder hornets. Send the murder hornets in. I watched that video of uh, there's some guy who does it for uh, apparently it's his gig, but he'll go out and get uh, stung by the most dangerous creatures. I've seen this guy. Yeah. That was wild. He got stung by one of those things. Did he really? Yeah. He they they show him. He holds it with a tweezers, and he's holding it up against his arm. And it, I mean, they got some high def cameras. You're like, you can see the stinger going in, and like instantaneously, dude is like freaked. Like, because I've seen what I know which guy you're talking about. Yeah, I've seen him get like stung by like scorpions and yep. like weird ants. He he's let bite him and stuff like that. Yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. I didn't know he did a murder hornet one. Oh, That's he, hilarious. He's done the murder hornet, and it does not look pleasant. <laughs> but, I mean, I imagine none of them are pleasant, but... No. You know, I just, I, I, it was interesting how it all of a sudden... I'm sure he didn't do it recently. It was probably done before over overseas, but you're like, huh, you know, they released this on us now. Good. This is fun. I know. It's unbelievable. <laughs> first, first artist to come up with a song about murder hornets. Who's going to yeah. get the movie rights to the 
just 2020 that's all that's the title it could just be a thriller like just 2020 that's it i know well maybe 2020 will loosen their copyright on 2020 and reinvent the bring barbara Barbara walters back and be like so this was january and it seemed like it was okay (laughs) then kobe and then yeah i know it's just wild one after another man no and yeah there there does seem like and then tiger king and you know we we all know how that is going to play out (laughs) it's unbelievable yeah but you have uh having this time to write and, and i want to talk about because you've always had every song that that I've heard you guys do or that I've heard you do, um, there's always a ton of feel to it. Like there's when you write, it feels like there is emotion, you know, tied to it. Um, not a lot of surface stuff. Not a lot of uh, I want to call it kitschy. You know, they're all like super duper like hit after hit, but they're not written in that. You know, oh, I just I wrote a hit song. It feels like you wrote a hit song and it's also got depth and layers to it and emotion to it. Where does, where do you derive all of that from? Is this life experience? Is it, is it collaboration? Is it just kind of, again, when you talked about writing thread, clearing the mind and just finding, you know, finding the feelings, finding what works. I think, um, a lot of it is, is personal experience just, um, but then, you know, that only goes so far. It's like, you can only write about so many things that you've, encountered so right um sometimes i will try to um think about the perspective of someone else dealing with something like if someone tells me you know i had this terrible childhood or yeah. or i uh you know I'm, I'm going through a bad breakup right now like i i won't write about like you know the guy breaking up with the girl and it's very obvious I'll metaphorically think like, how is that person truly feeling? And, and, um, how do I metaphorically, you know, tap into the mind of that person mm. and, and kind of put something out there that's relatable enough that someone's like, I, I can feel that. I don't know exactly what he's talking about. Um, I think that's, that's like my favorite type of lyric writing because mm. it's, it feels relatable. Like, the, the music will will let you feel the emotion and the, and the lyrics kind of just kind of just guide you mm-hmm. um but it, I, I feel like if it if it if you can throw a metaphor in there enough that it kind of throws off the scent and makes you think about like okay this line makes sense but this this line I, I'm not sure and, and I have to ponder it a little bit and I don't know if people are sitting there listening to my music and saying and pondering the lyrics I don't know but that's mm-hmm. that's how I imagine it I'm like this is almost making too much sense. How do I metaphorically change this and relate it to something else that mm-hmm. can kind of throw off the scent of the exact meaning of this song and, um, but still hold the meaning mm-hmm. and, uh, and let the, let the music just, you know, be the heaviest emotion. Um, but a lot of times when I'm, when I'm writing music, um, cause I play guitar, I play piano mm-hmm. um, and I'll, usually just start doing chords or, or a riff or or just a guitar lick and then i'll just kind of scat over it and um a lot of times the melody will tell you what to say mm-hmm. because you start naturally scatting or spitting a, a cadence and a, and a general melody and it's like okay this consonant sounds here and you, you might just get one word out of that scat and you're like how do i 
fit that word into the emotion that I, that this is kind of expelling. Mm -hmm. And then I kind of start thinking like, how does that relate to a topic? And it's like this whole brainstorm process before I get to like, I'm going to write the song now. Um, and I, I love that process. It's like, it drives me crazy in the best way. <laughs> it, it makes sense. Cause I, I can, I mean, I'm, I'm fathoming that having that one word, you know, the melody, and then you get the, the one word and then trying to, you know, piece the, yeah. piece the rest of the song around it. Do you find, uh, do you have inspirations as far as, as songwriters that, um, I don't want to say that you, you, you get that kind of path to, but is are there people that even when you were growing up or when you first got into it, or maybe even throughout the beginning parts of your career that you, there's songwriters you're like, yeah, that I, I, I can feel that I can relate to how, how he, you know, puts a song together. Are there people out there like that for you? I think there's, there's different people for different things. Like, um, one, one, one guy that inspired me a lot that, um, is both um, it, as a songwriter and as a uh, vocalist was Chris Cornell. Mm -hmm. I feel like he had so many beautiful ways of saying something and a lot of it was dark. Yeah. And a lot of my lyrics are dark and I'm not a dark person. I'm, I'm actually a very happy person. Uh, but I feel like I need to get rid of dark feelings um, through the music and through the lyrics that way. And I, f I feel like he was that way. Um, and, um, another, another one on the opposite end of the spectrum, it was Maynard Keenan. Mm. Um, you know, his, his lyrics, you, you don't always know what he's talking about and, but they're just like so thought provoking and the word choices are, are sophisticated. And, you know, it just, when you hear, when you hear his lyrics and then you hear like a, like I'm if you like pop punk, don't shoot me. I'm just saying if you hear like a pop fun pop punk song or something, it this the lyrics sound dumb in a way. Right. Yeah. Because if when you start really listening to like more sophisticated lyrics, and it can be a little progressive, but and then you got artists like Alanis Morissette who uses mm. very sophisticated words, but she is writing pop songs. Right. Like so I I guess I just take little bits here and there. Um from from different people, I know you've told me before, um, but the cover of Alanis uh, with Uninvited, and um, I remember hearing it. I think I heard it live before it was released uh, as a single. Um, where did that? How did that? How did that? How did that happen? How did the magic? I mean, because it's <laughs> that you know. A, a, I was like, that was just like one of those songs that you like, you know we had always talked about like this is such a beautiful song. Like it's so cool. It's like dark. Um, but when she sings it, there's like this, like there's like this beauty and grandeur to it. Mm -hmm. But the, the challenging thing was it was all uh, orchestrated. Like her version is orchestrated. Right. Um, it's not like it wasn't a rock band doing it. So when we had to, to do it as a five piece rock band, that was like really fun to break down the music. Like what are the strings doing? Because you can't really do the same things with the guitar, bass, and drums. Right. You have to figure out different ways to kind of to make that music happen, and um, it was fun. Not to mention, it was a it, it was a challenge for me vocally, and I think it made me a better vocalist just trying to capture 
a little bit of her essence and it's and it's in a range that um works well for a female singer but mm. it was very odd range it's like right below where i would go into a falsetto vocal right. so i had to kind of like to keep the energy i had to like stay there and i really um it took me a while to to really like stretch the vocal cords to make that happen um but i think i came out like a, a better singer out of that it's a, a beautiful beautiful remake of that song and i think it you know you listen to the the alanis version um and i think you're right it, it has it has a a, a beauty sophistication yet kind of undertone darkness to it um but when you guys did it you know lyrically obviously it's it's the same but like the energy it puts off is is different you know it's got like a, yeah it really uh it almost tears into you a little more than the alanis version does i think just because of the fact that it is done by a rock band that there is you know, there's going to be obviously just by default more aggression in, uh, in the music behind it. But it's a, you're like, yeah, that's the Alanis cover. And you're like, it is, but like, like it's they owned it and sold it like as a different, you know, had a different outcome at the end. It was just it was a amazing, amazing cover that you know I still listen to each day. Not each day, but you know, on the when I'm feeling the vibe, I'm like, yeah, that's that's a go-to. Let's put that one in. Yeah. With that one well, well thank you because that, that's a huge compliment um because you know you can easily just play a song um and cover a song but like mm -hmm. to make it your own um you know I, there is there is work to that there is creativity to that mm -hmm. and uh, you know i always acknowledge artists that that do a great cover because um to to really make it your own um does take a lot of a lot of brain power um and so i i, I appreciate you saying that now you guys had obviously polyester zeal, the success from that, and uh, and thread, and I had I'd gotten out, I can air quote because we're on video. I'd gotten out of radio uh, last year, and uh, not that I I fell off the uh, uh, following the, you know the, the artists that I love, but you know I, I I took a lot of time I think to, you know I've been living in active rock radio for for twenty years, and I'm like I hadn't heard i mean my kids like hey have you heard this song before i'm like no no never never heard of this this artist this song so i i, I took a lot of time for for music discovery for myself and it was uh it was refreshing but um the last we had had spoke i know there you guys were out doing kind of a, an acoustic thing uh not with the full band but you were out uh doing some acoustic sets uh which i think is is yeah. super is super cool um a really cool vibe for a for a band that when you you see you live and fully plugged in it's like a I don't know. It's, there's just crazy amounts of energy and sweat and, you know, wild yeah. shirts, you know, different color pattern shirts. And it's just, you know, it's a fun, it's fun crazy it's, wild show. It's fun too, to, to break things down acoustically yeah. because you can really focus on, you know, the way the song was built in the first place, which is the melody and the, and the, um, the lyrics. And, and it kind of takes on another identity, you know, speaking of covering a song, it's almost like covering, your own song and delivering it um in a in a whole nother you know platform and a, a different uh shedding a different light on it and certain certain lyrics or certain parts of the melody may pop more or be more more present in in those versions and um you know capture the emotion even even better than like the studio produced version so i i've always enjoyed uh doing both both sides of the coin 
but no, super fun tour to do. And I imagine I'm liking it to like when you talked about covering uh, uninvited, you know, it is reworking obviously somebody else's song, but the, the mastery that has to go into reworking your own song, you know, like, yeah, hey, no, this is, no, this is how we did it. Uh, I know, but now we have the liberty to do yeah. something a little different or, uh, or play with it or, you know, like you said, put emphasis in a different spot that maybe it was in the, and that takes time too. Yeah. Like that takes experience for, for, you know, it took us a long time to, to look at, um, you get married to parts. You're like, no, that's like you said, that's how it goes. And you, you hear it a different way and it sounds wrong, but there's not really a wrong, there's nothing wrong about art. Like you just, it's different and you just have to, you know, hear it and different. And, and when you heard, when you've heard a song so many times, it's hard to hear it that way. But, um, you know, that's just experience. Sounds like a fun process though. Yes, go, go absolutely. And learn that. So the the post that I uh, I saw uh, and I was saddened by was uh, that Red Sun was was taking a break, going on a hiatus, and uh, you know, as somebody who is not even in the industry, but strictly as a fan of of the band and of you, and you know the the times that we've got to hang. I mean, great group of characters, uh, bird whistles, and and just wildness, and um, yeah, and, and and fun, and and fully energetic, and. Um, always had, you know, the utmost respect for you guys as artists, um, and, and continue, like I said, I think from the polyester zeal, um, <clears throat> excuse me, front to back that I could listen to, um, knew that there was just like this immense talent and knowing how the industry can work and, you know, never wanting to be the one to ask, you know, the, the questions about it. Um, you know, the band's on a little break or, or not on a break or, doing a thing it's... i think i mean i think uh you know i, I won't say too much about it but right. um it's i enjoyed red sun rising and i enjoyed the process and and you know i've i've written a ton of music and for that band and mm. you know i founded you know i was one of the founders of that band like that was my baby for the longest time and uh it, it gets to a point where you know it's it's a it was a, it was a chain of events, but, um, it kind of boiled down to, um, it felt like it was the end of a chapter, mm -hmm. not the end of a, of a career or, or anything. Right. It felt like that chapter needed to close. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I, right now I can't say that I will miss it mm -hmm. because I'm so excited about moving forward i just hold on to the 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 good memories from it and i took from it everything i've learned right. and that music is will always be there forever and and um you know we had some independent records a couple eps and stuff but at the end of the day there's two that band made two great records mm -hmm. that i'm extremely proud of and that that is work that came out of me that is on record and will be there forever so um, I'm proud of it. And, um, I'm also excited about where it, it, to, to the level it got me to be mm -hmm. able to continue on with something else. And, uh, I'm, I'm really excited about that. I think there was an evolution, um, you know, from, from album one to album two and, uh, in, in an amazing way, you know, in, an, in a way that you could tell, and, and you even touched about, about this, about how you're writing now is a maturity, uh, 
growth. I think obviously that comes with the experience of, of that first record. And, you know, to now, and it makes me understand more the you know closing of a chapter uh, line because there is growth. And then I think you as an artist, an individual artist, have all this range and all this talent and all this ability and, and you want to keep progressing. You know, a lot of artists, when they, uh, they try to do that, when they try to veer from the path and go and do uh, something that sounds a little bit different or something that's a little, uh, I don't want to say doesn't sound like you because you're always going to, you know, have your own sound, Yeah. but try to venture out. You can get a lot of pushback from, now from the industry, you know, I was talking to, to Rick from Adelaide's way last night. We talked about the, the Lincoln park album, um, the last thing, park album. And, oh, yeah. but they've always evolved. They've always mm-hmm. evolved. And, and in, this feels like this next chapter, uh, just in, in following you on, uh, on social media and seeing the things that you're working on, this feels like another, you know, growth point, another moving in an, in an upward direction musically for you and, and yeah. the guys that you still have involved. Yeah. And, 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 you know, as, as much as you, you know, as you said, you get pushback from the industry and like mm. polyester zeal was different than thread. Yeah. And we got a lot of pushback from that and said, this doesn't sound like this record. It's like, well, we don't want to write the same record twice. Right. And then as much as you can, and you can feel that from fans. I feel like we lost fans from polyester zeal to thread, but we gained fans. So it felt like a lateral move, but it wasn't, it was just a, it was just an evolution and mm-hmm. some people didn't get it. And some people joined at that point. Um, but you also feel that pushback internally. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I want to take this here. Well, you can't because I don't want to, I want to stay here because it's safe. Right. And it's like, well, then, I guess instead of arguing about it, let's do something else mm-hmm. where we can, you can be safe and I can continue to grow. So, um, you know, there's, that happens all the time with bands. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, and you know, I can't, at, at this point, I can't fathom like going back. It feels, it feels like the past for me right. already. Mm-hmm. I know it's soon, but it, you know, and those feelings may change. It just feels in the past to me. But, um, like I said, I only keep great memories from that. Well, I, I think it, to... it can feel more like the past when you, you're going through a time like now, when you do have, we talked about the freedoms, uh, and the, you know, the time that you have to work on new stuff and to write new stuff and to, to collaborate on new stuff. Um, normally you wouldn't have this amount of time to, to move on. You know, you'd, you'd have other things going on, other responsibilities to do. And, and the, the, progression the progress that you've made just because of the quarantine and everything that we we're all living right now it feels like that you know gets you in the delorean and moves you a little bit further down uh you know the path from from the past and, and yeah and if and if you see the 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 timeline it was pretty crazy because like we we decided on the on the hiatus and it was like okay we're gonna do this i'm gonna do some acoustic stuff for a while which is by the way is not the new project that's just some right. acoustic stuff that i'm uh, i'm doing um uh, to kind of pass the time while I was, when I was, you know, while we're building me, Pat and Dave, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, the timeline was crazy because we did the quarantine, we did some acoustic shows, whatever. And then the quarantine happened and we didn't, it's like we planned for that. And it almost became an accelerant mm-hmm. because now we were forced to like, okay, 
this is what you wanted. Now we're going to give you <laughs> like all this time to work on it. So you better build it. And, and at first it was like, Oh no, we can't be together. How are we going to do this? And then once we figured it out, mm. it was like throwing gasoline on a fire. And right. like, now I can't wait to, you know, get this stuff going. Now it's just like the, the we're producing like amazing amounts of, of material. And it's just, uh, now it's, it's getting, figuring out how we're going to release it and when. Yeah. And that's, that's the complex part right now, you know, for, for, for you guys, for a lot of artists, because even if you had, you know, artists that have had albums ready to go out, you know, there's obviously there's some that are releasing them, but there are others that are finding different innovative ways to, uh, to get that music out there because they know uh, the fans are also going through the same stuff, you know, finding themselves like myself down the rabbit hole of, uh, discovery and, and new music and they they want it's it's been the cool part has been like having a chance to really see into artists lives a little bit because you you know you do have the instagram live stuff and you know this podcast this live stream where you're hanging out in your closet and and other yeah. artists that are going out and, and and bringing their fans something to kind of help them get through i feel like that relationship maybe has strengthened a little bit because we are all on this level playing field, but the process of getting uh, music out and the, the eagerness to do so, I imagine is weighs on you maybe a little. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, the, the people that have stuck by me through everything mm. um, from the very beginning and who are probably listening to this or are going to listen to this, you know, you know, now's a great time to, to thank you because you're, you're always there. I feel like, you know, even if it's just doing a quick update uh, or doing a little cover on line and, and the comments when I see like this made my day better. Mm -hmm. And it's like, wow, that's crazy. Because, you know, if that's true, then that makes me feel everything justified. It's like, OK, I, I took the time. I did this little thing and it was fun for me, but someone really got something out of it. And, you know maybe just made them smile or maybe they were having a bad day or maybe they're worried. Maybe they have the anxiety about what's going on and that just eased it a little bit. And, um, it really, you know, makes you appreciate music and art even more. Well, imagine people that are, they're scrolling through their newsfeed or they're on Instagram looking at pictures and stuff. And, and yeah, there's, there is a lot of, uh, you know, underlying tension right now, especially if you're out of, out of work or, you have to be home all the time and you, you know, maybe you like people and you want to be amongst them, uh, which is a difficult thing to do right now. Um, yeah. But and then they, they come across, you know, you doing a song or it pops up that you're live doing something or you're, you're jamming on a radio station's uh, live feed and they get kind of that aha moment or that, that moment to take those deep breaths that we talked about. Like, yeah. Okay. You know, familiar face, familiar voice, you know, singing a song that uh, that they're familiar with and it's it's comforting and when it's difficult to find comfort especially in the social media world where every third post could be something that's you know murderous hornets yeah you you want murderous, murderous like hornets <laughs> you want to have something that's a little more comforting than oh great this is the next thing that will keep us indoors is giant hornets so yeah. I, I i completely understand that I, i'm in great for you to be there for them and, and, and probably great for you to feel that 
those people are out there and they're, you know, they're listening and they're paying attention and they're, they're following along with your story and, and with what's going on with you and, and the excitement that I know I feel, you know, following you on social media about the new things that you have going on and, and talking to you on this about the writing process and how much this time has given you to create new music. And it's, it, it builds up a lot of excitement, I think, and, and, and hope for people uh, on the other side of this thing. Yeah. And nice, nice quote on the other side, man, coming through. I know. It's like, uh, on the other side, I feel like life has come full circle <laughs> and it fits you like a glove. No, wait, let's, okay. Yes. That's enough. All right. It's, uh, hey, it's enough of the lyric drops here. Yeah. So what do you, uh, you know, once this is all done and again, you know, at, at this point, who knows yeah. what, what life looks like uh, on the other side, you know, what do you take away? Um, we talked about the, the ability to do things and, and create more during this time, but the things that you will appreciate more once you get, once we're past this whole thing, the things that you'll breathe in more when you're enjoying them. I think, um, definitely live shows. I mean, that's just kind of an obvious thing. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, not knowing when you could ever play one again makes you want it even more. Yeah. And, uh, I know I've come home from a tours and be like, Oh my God, I'm finally home. Like, Oh, but like I would give anything right now to just go play some shows and just be with in a, in a room full of people, you know, yelling the music back. And that energy is, it gets you so high. Like it's unbelievable. Um, Another thing is is family. I think I don't pick up my phone enough mm-hmm. and call my family members. And um, we would have never done this before. But like tonight, I have uh, like we do um, like a uh, trivia on on Zoom, like with nice. a bunch of my family and like cousins. Like we would never have done that. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's making us closer, and it's like. Oh yeah, I love these people. Like, <laughs> oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So it's, yeah. but I would have never. We would have never done that. And so there's a, there's a lot of great things that have come out of this. Um, that uh, that I appreciate, and and you know, hopefully it, that mentality can kind of carry on uh, once once things get back to uh, whatever normal will be after this. Hundred percent agree with the. Uh the family thing. And, and, and thank goodness we're going through this now uh, better, better than when the, the black plague or the Spanish flu came through when they just had candlelight and hope. And that's, uh, <laughs> that, I mean, and seriously, that's it, really life's not that bad at that point. We have the ability to, uh, to connect with, with family. And it has given, you know, me in the same way, cousins that we jump on the house party app and, and you can, you know, talk back and forth and, and play games and, enjoy their company when it's probably been six months, a year since the last time you, you know, spoken to yeah. them, for me, these people and you're like, Oh yeah, that's right. I, oh, you're in Houston now. Very cool. Uh, t- tell me <laughs> yeah. more. why is your husband running around the back wearing a dinosaur costume? Is this normal? These are things I should be like, we should connect on. You should, you should know this thing. I like, there should be a memo that gets sent out, but don't write those big, long family Christmas notes. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't got time for that stuff, but it really has, I think, you know, brought that aspect of, uh, of using technology as, as much as it's not the real thing, it really has, I think, reconnected a lot of people with, with those they maybe have lost touch with. And that's, um, that's kind of realizing that that's one of the most important things that we have is, has been pretty special for a lot of people. And by Absolutely. the, by the way, do you have an uncle Kent? 
You said. Oh, he... that is actually my uncle Ernie. Okay. Who who went to Kent State? He loves Kent, Kent State. State. Kent so. State won. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, he he says he is the smartest man alive. Okay, and, he'll be on the trivia tonight, and, but he's going down. I'm gonna I'm gonna. He kick will his win. Messenger. He says he will win. Yeah. Uh, especially uh, John Wiley from uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan. Thank you so much. Um, oh, John. Uh, He's a he's a veteran. He's a, he's a really good guy. Awesome. I, I talked to him quite quite a lot. Appreciate you, brother. He says you're a uh, your uncle says that you're a player, and <laughs> this is great. I, I feel like I feel like there's he's just be... gonna you can ignore him now because he's just gonna talk shit. Now <laughs> this, this is where this is where the uh, the pregame smack talk happens. Yeah, is, exactly. Uh, is on the podcast before uh, before trivia, but no man, not but super cool. I, I appreciate you taking the time out and jumping on here. Uh, it's it's really been fun to catch up and. And uh, and I, I appreciate the music. Yeah. Like I said, it's it's every song that uh, that you've ever written that I've had the the uh, pleasure of hearing is has touched me in some way. And that's uh, I can't say that about Thank a lot you. of artists. And I and I've met I've met and listened to a lot of them. And there's few I can say that about because you know. Well, thank you. That that means a lot. And 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 definitely thank you for having me. And um, you know, when when the new project gets gets off the ground, let's let's have a have a, a recap yeah once we get uh get out of the cage here let's see what yeah. life looks like on the other side and, and we'll get exactly. you back on and chat oh i gotta go calves on here too oh there we go go calves okay yeah, represent old school too i like that yeah the, the old school logo is the best yeah i'm i'm the same way with uh with the bucks man the old brewers logo is probably oh they yeah that back the mb they i just saw a poll that they were that may be the best logo in baseball simple clean it is glad they brought that back because they went through some really bad bad times for <laughs> two decades and yeah and they played like it too so mike uh thank you so much uh, i will i uh, will tag everybody uh take all your uh, social medias in the show notes of the podcast thank you. you check that out and the video will be oscar robinson you damn right love it love it uncle <laughs> see maybe I'll, maybe i'm on his side uh, yeah. But the, yeah, you can check this uh, video out, by the way. It will be up on YouTube for anybody that uh, didn't get a chance to catch the whole thing live. So check that out, and then the podcast will drop tomorrow. Mike, my brother, I appreciate you. Take care of yourself and your family, and uh, let's get back on here soon, man. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Take care. You too. Mike, my brother from another, thank you so much for the time. Truly appreciate it, and I appreciate you for listening to this episode. And wherever you're listening, whichever podcast platform you're on right now, listening to this wrap-up segment right now, uh, go and hit the subscribe button if you haven't already so that when there's a new episode and we've been dropping them like, like it's hot over here, you get an update that a new episode is out and you can enjoy it uh, at your leisure. It's a great thing about podcasting and podcast listening is it's all on demand whenever you have the time. You need to stop or start over or want to listen to it again. It's magic. So make sure you subscribe. Uh, leave a review. Leave a leave a rating. Much appreciated on that. If you haven't uh, heard already, we are doing now the podcast live Twitch stream. So if you're not on Twitch, you can go to twitch.tv slash no limit cooper. You can follow the program. You can also download the Twitch app, find me, follow. And every time there is a uh, another live segment, you can be a part of it. If you have an account, you can actually ask questions uh, of the artists or whoever it is that we're talking to. And we'll give you a shout out and really be interactive with it. The video then goes up on YouTube, so you can watch it there, and we share it on all of our social medias, which you can follow us on at Welcome to Cooperville on all the podcasts, or on, on all the platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, are we on? We're not on TikTok yet, are we? No. And my Instagram, at No Limit Cooper. Follow me as well. Truly appreciate you for listening, for taking some time during this strange 
occurrence that we're all going through at this point and uh, and enjoying hopefully the conversations we're having with uh, with all these fascinating people. So I hope you're enjoying it. Air high fives to all of you. And until next time, mwah.